Arguments about nothing is brought to you by Near Crippling Imposter Syndrome and co-sponsored by Flashes of Unearned Confidence. And welcome back to Arguments About Nothing. I'm Shelby Samsel. I'm Hannah Bennett. And we're going to kick things off today, like we always do, with a quick BuzzFeed quiz. This one is a community post from Maddie Amy H. Uh, We'll give you a celebrity BFF based on your dating preferences. Okay. So the first question is, where are you going? on this date hiking a restaurant amusement park or ice cream shop so i really like hiking and i would go hiking on a date in fact i have before but if we are talking about like first dates it is a bad idea to go hiking yes on your first date because of safety and also what if they're boring (laughs) Yes. No, I mean, it's not a quick getaway. Um, Yeah. You have to begin and end together on this date. You can't just get up and walk away. (laughs) Unless you run into the wilderness. (laughs) Right. To get away from him. Right. (laughs) Or unless he murders you in the Or he runs away into the wilderness. Could you imagine if you were on a hike on a date and they just started running into the woods because they didn't want to talk to you anymore? I sort of can. (laughs) For a first date, it's got to be either a restaurant or an ice cream shop, right? Because those are both places you can get away from and that have pretty limited amount of time spent there. Especially ice cream shop. Ice cream smells quick. Also, then you get to eat ice cream. Yeah. Then it's not a total waste if he sucks. Exactly. At least you got ice cream. Yeah. You know? And if you go Dutch, you're only spending, you know, five bucks on ice cream or something. All right. Moving on. What's the topic of conversation? Jobs, pets, nature, family. <laughs> so, it, it could be any of these. Those are the only things that one can talk about on a date. Yeah, I mean, it could be none of these just as easily. I will say I don't have any pets, so there's less likelihood of that although I very happily talk to somebody about their pets mm-hmm. and nature is a funny option to me I like <laughs> the idea of just sitting down at a first date at your ice cream shop and being like so nature uh what you got as a theoretical topic yeah pro or con pro or con <laughs> how do you feel about climate change yeah I think it's interesting that like politics hobbies like none of that I also think family is interesting because it's like, I think the implication is that you would be talking about your own families, but there's also the prospect that you're talking about the potential family that the two of you could create (laughs) together. So how many children do you want? Yeah. I'm picturing some aggro person really coming in hot being like, so tell me exactly how many grandchildren you want. (laughs) Oh. Um, I think we can all agree that we'll talk about our jobs at least a little bit. Yeah, I'm going jobs. I think that's the only thing I would realistically talk about on a date. Because I'm <laughs> okay. not really, I don't usually talk about my own family on a date. Especially a first date. I do, but I, it's much more likely I'll talk about a job. So, what do you have in common? Humor, hobbies, pets, <laughs> and music taste. This author really likes pets. They like their pets. A lot. 
and they only talk about their pets. Could you imagine dating someone specifically because you both liked hamsters? Oh, hamsters got super specific. I thought you were going to say, <laughs> can you imagine dating someone because of their pet? And I was going to say, hard yes. <laughs> yeah, I would I would date a guy if he had a cute enough dog. But uh, I, I hamsters... just did that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go humor. Got to make me laugh. I, so, okay, that's the honest answer for me, too. Humor is way more important, but I don't want to keep choosing the same thing as you, so I'm going to go with hobbies. Hannah, I think this really just um, shows us that we should be dating each other. Oh, I know, in a perfect world, but we kind of are. This, <laughs> we, yeah. we make regular dates with each other Platonic to talk about. life partner. Yeah, we talk about our hobbies. We send each other cute things like BuzzFeed quizzes. It all yeah. works out. Yeah. You're basically my boyfriend is what I'm saying. Anyway. Thank you. Moving along, how does the date end? A hug, a kiss, a wave goodbye. It doesn't. <laughs> this quiz just got so ominous. Or, or very sexual. Could you? I feel like a wave goodbye is rude. Yeah. I agree with you. It's well, it's telling. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't, I've, I definitely have ended dates that I didn't want to be on without any touching. So, like, without a hug or a kiss. Yeah. But a wave feels like almost like creating space instead of just like, you know what I mean? I one time put a chair between myself and the person <laughs> to make sure. <laughs> yeah, that makes uh, sense. Yeah. That tracks. Anyway. Yeah, it's rude. I didn't do that because I wanted to see the person again. Um, I've never, let me say, I've never had a date that doesn't end eventually. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, it's ominous. That sounds scary to me. Even if it ends the next day, it should end. If it doesn't end, really check in with yourself about whether or not you're in a healthy relationship. Yeah. If it doesn't end, you've been kidnapped. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so here's another question. Are we saying, like, the date went really well? Because it's just, like, how does it end? I would say most of my dates end with a hug. Me too. But I would say good dates end with a kiss. Again, I fully agree with you, but I'm going to go with the numbers here and go with a hug. (laughs) Fine, I will go with a kiss to be different than you. All right. Did you get your results? I got my results. Okay, so I think that this quiz assumes I'm a young, uh, a younger person than I actually am. Do you not know who your BFF is? Well, I mean, I know who he is, but oh. it, it's Timothy Chalamet. Oh my God, he, I just want him to be my BF. I I would like him to be a, a BFF, but he's definitely too young for me to be a BF. Um, you know, I'm I'm fine with that result, but it's it's not, you know, it's not my true celebrity crush, obviously, because that is James Acaster. Yeah, of course. Um, mine is Zendaya. Oh, I'm jealous. That's a really good one. Oh, okay. I don't really know much about her other than she was in The Greatest Showman. Oh, well, she's also, you know, she's in the Spider-Man movies, and um, I, I think... I like her because of the uh, viral video of her dancing with Tom Holland. I don't think I've seen that. 
oh, it's cute. You should check it out because she's your best friend now. Yeah. So I you should really know her career. What your best friend is up to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. How how silly of me. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was our BuzzFeed quiz for today. We've made new friends. Yeah. We've learned a lot about ourselves and uh, our dating habits. And how, and they how might, very similar they are to each and other. And how they might not be working for us in the best way possible. Yeah, so so dear listeners, as you write in to tell us your hypothetical questions that you would like us to answer and to give us your feedback on our previous episodes, if you want to also throw in some advice for us on these uh, first dates, just have at it. Shelby disagrees. This will be interesting. <laughs> will make for some interesting reading do we want to kick it off with some hypotheticals i'm pretty excited about some of the ones i've come up with this week absolutely so for those of you who don't know arguments about nothing is a podcast in which we discuss ridiculous hypothetical questions seriously and argue about them as if they are something when in fact they are nothing i love this question i don't really have an immediate answer for it but i love this question so Would you rather lay in a bathtub filled with sour cream for an hour or wear peanut butter lined socks for a day? (laughs) It's so visceral. I'm like, (laughs) I'm like moving my shoulders around as if something is sticking to me currently. And of course, nothing is. Yeah, it's it's a good it's a good visceral picture that you've painted here. Um. So an hour of sour cream bath. Yeah, you're fully submerged in sour cream from shoulder to toes. Versus um, sticky socks. Uh, uh, I mean, they're peanut butter lined socks. So Peanut butter lined socks. So are we talking um, creamy or are we talking chunky? In my head, creamy. Okay. Well, that's something at least. Yeah, so it's not painful. Uh there, but there will be, like, an interesting textural squish. Right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and tell you, I don't like baths. And I, and I know that's a weird thing to say. And I'm talking about regular ones with the water in them. Um, I, I don't like them because I kind of think they're just, they're kind of like human soup. Oh, like, I've heard this before. Yeah, they, they just... They don't actually clean you because then you're just sort of remaining in your own filth. You just just do a quick rinse at the end. I also don't find bathtubs to be particularly comfortable, and I don't really get it. Like, I just, the whole experience to me is not as nearly as fun as just like having a shower. So, question How do you feel about hot tubs? I don't like hot tubs. Is that also the same human soup thing? Human soup. It's totally a human soup problem, except there are multiple ingredients. <laughs> Not a hot tub fan. Do you do you prefer hot tubs to baths? I would imagine that they're more comfortable, at least. I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It depends. Well, you do not like being submerged in warm water. No, I, I truly don't. How? Yeah. So I um, love a bath. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm sure you do. Most people do. The fact that I don't like a water bath uh, makes me think that, like, definitely would not enjoy sour cream in general. No, 
problem. So no problem particularly with sour cream. I also feel like having sour cream on your skin wouldn't be too much of an issue. Like, hey, maybe it's moisturizing. What do I know? I've never tried it. Maybe it's really, really good for your skin. Um, It's more of like a hygiene issue in like places. Yeah. um, That I wouldn't feel super comfortable being fully submerged. Like I think it might actually, it might actually um, be problematic for your health whereas I think with sticky socks sure uncomfortable sure not you know your most fun day ever but um I I don't think you're gonna get any like uh health side effects from it who knows you get athlete's foot or something I guess so uh yeah I mean I guess it depends which brand of peanut butter you use I actually I personally I don't think that either of these are going to be detrimental to your health Okay. I don't, I I mean, I'm not a doctor. Please don't try this at home. (laughs) So I don't know for sure. But I feel like neither, like when when writing this question, the, the idea was not to get anyone sick. But I think I actually lean towards the bathtub filled with sour cream. Okay. Uh, Why is that? I love a bath. (laughs) I love being submerged in things. Uh, it makes me feel safe. Uh, (laughs) I just Being submerged in a bathtub of sour cream would make you feel safe? I don't know. Um, but I'm curious about (laughs) it. I love sour cream. Think it tastes great. I don't, like, look forward to the prospect of being submerged into sour cream. But... It lasts a shorter period of time, right? Yeah. It's only an hour. So True. I feel like instead of all day having to be uncomfortable, like, and I, for whatever reason, I feel like sour cream would be good for your skin in the same way that, like, coconut milk is supposed yeah. to be good for your skin. I had that same thought, too. And it's not like there's no scientific basis for this, but I I also feel like, intuitively it should I also just feel like be good milk for your skin. is supposed to be good for your skin like you see like skin products that are like milk and honey based right. um so i don't think it would, i i also have dry skin so i imagine that it would be like for whatever reason i feel like sour cream is hydrating <laughs> i don't know why i think that um but i do so and it's a short, I think it would be uncomfortable, but it would be a shorter period of time of uncomfortable. But the cleanup would be harder. This is true. I I would not look forward to the prospect of cleaning out my tub after the full sour cream bath has, has happened. I'm taking this bath at someone else's house. Oh, I didn't know we could change the location. Well, then I'm wearing someone else's socks. That's fine. <laughs> I'll allow it. Um, the question was not about cleanup. The question was about the act itself. This no, this is a this is a legitimate aspect of the hypothetical. Yeah, a hundred percent. But uh, now here's the other thing, though. Like, if I wear peanut butter socks all day, yeah, do you smell um, like peanut butter all day? That's do I? Right, exactly. But do you? Is that better than smelling like sour cream? But yeah, but I'm rinsing it off. It's not like I, I, I feel like. It would be fine if I smelled like peanut butter all day. <laughs> now that I now that I really think about it. I feel like it's not an unpleasant smell. I feel like most people don't smell like nuts. 
I feel like that. Um, I don't go around most of the day like thinking people smell like nuts. But if I happened upon someone who did smell like nuts, I wouldn't be upset about it. Yeah. I wouldn't either, probably. I, w- I might be confused. Although it's at my feet. How much are you <laughs> smelling my feet in any given situation? Uh, well, I feel like s- peanut butter has a stronger aroma, hopefully, than your feet do. But It, it definitely does. Yeah. Uh, oh, goodness. I hope I wouldn't make anyone go into, like, anaphylactic shock. That's another thing, you know. I'm still going to go with the peanut butter socks. All right, all right. I, I just... I understand it's like a longer commitment, but I think it's also a better story. Yeah. Than like I just oh, really? sat by myself in a bathtub for a day. Oh, like, interesting. Or I'm sorry, for an hour. Yeah. You know, why? Yeah. Why did you do but that? Why, why did you wear peanut butter socks? Well, to have an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We take adventures differently. I. I am definitely locking loading the sour cream. I've learned from this podcast something very interesting about myself. And that is I don't like it when my feet are uncomfortable. <laughs> and I don't like being submerged in things. Yeah. So we've learned some new things about ourselves. Yeah. Do you have any questions you wanna you wanna do? I do. Okay, so I have an interesting question. And it was actually uh, given to me by a friend, my friend Caitlin, um, so giving her credit where credit is due. And she asked, if you got transported back in time, how much historical knowledge would you use and how quickly would you be burned as a witch? (laughs) (laughs) Um, First question, I get transported back in time in my current clothing? Yes. Immediately. I immediately get burned as a witch. <laughs> no, no, not necessarily. Oh my god, yes. They would see my knees. I guess, like, how far back in time are we going? Well, so, she didn't specify, but let's just choose a time period. Let's just say 1700s. Oh, I think I would be immediately burned as a harlot. Well, I think they would at least ask you questions first. You might have a chance to explain away your unusual clothing. But not in a way that's going to be... I might be able to, like... They speak completely differently than me, right? I mean, no. There's Americans here. Right, right? but they speak 1700... Like, ye and thy and... (laughs) I don't know Shakespearean... Like, I don't know how to speak that way. Uh, They would barely understand me and i would barely understand them like i would hello not... fellow <laughs> hello perfect like i would immediately <laughs> sound crazy and they would be like hold it i can see your kneecaps and i would be like yeah you can <laughs> like i i would not do well please take that. me to ye old tailor shop I would be like... Just put yield uh, in front of everything. I would be like, oh no, a thief stole the rest of my dress. I don't... <laughs> well, exactly. No, that's that's actually what I meant, is like, you could you could explain it away. Now, but obviously... But I still think my dialect would make me sound crazy to them. Just say that you grew up in some foreign land. They don't know. They can't travel that much. I don't think much. they liked foreigners very much. If you just said you weren't from around there, you could come up with something, couldn't you? 
so, not convincingly. You could say that you were a British lady who was raised in Florida, but you're, you know, Florida? now you're up in New York. You could say that, you know, you were you were raised in a different colony entirely. Do you think that they went between the colony of New York and the colony of Georgia very often back then? I just think I would not laugh. I would be so thrown. Like, I imagine everything smelling really bad. And, you know, they would look at my shoes and be like, what the fuck? I don't know how I would explain literally anything about myself. I would be so overwhelmed. Also, like, another question, which I think is very important. Was I planning to go back in time or was this like a sudden jolt? I'm here without warning. I think sudden jolt. Yeah. So no prep. No prep time. Yeah. I don't, I think I would be um, probably at least immediately jailed for being a uh, wayward woman. Now, now just, you know, they didn't just necessarily jail prostitutes back then. And they didn't necessarily burn all wayward women as witches. I, yes, I agree. I don't think, I think I would be jailed because they would think I was like an alien. (laughs) you would have no answers for anything yeah they would try to feed me food and i would be like oh my god refrigeration didn't exist i can't put any of this in my body why is the water brown to be honest i think i would want to be burned i think i would not i would look around and be like they're throwing poop into the streets i don't want to be here anymore Yeah, that's fair. Although you would be able to use your knowledge of, like, germs. You think they're going to believe a woman? No, just for yourself. You don't have to try and save anybody else. Yeah, but, like, if they're infecting the drinking water by throwing their shit in it, like. Yeah, I mean, another strategy here that you're overlooking is that you could just play mute. You could just sort of be like, just, you know, like the Little Mermaid. You know how she's all about her gestures, but she has no voice. You just do that whole little like, oh, sorry, no voice thing. And then suddenly they're just actually kind of sympathetic towards you. And they don't expect you to explain anything. At which point you just kind of go about your life trying really hard to avoid the poop streets. I don't know if this will come as a surprise to you, but I have never been good at being quiet. Fair and not... Not shocking. I think often that I am too mouthy for 2019. So the concept that I could go to the 1700s and like just play dainty mute lady well seems unlikely to me. Well, not not forever, not for the rest of your life, but just enough to like get you a change of clothes in a different location. You know, maybe you find your way out into the wilderness a bit. Find some freshwater streams. Marry a guy who can build a cabin. I think it would depend on where I'm. I where I land. I yeah, think I that's would fair. fare what like if I landed in the middle of the squ- town square. I don't think I'd do well. If I landed in the middle of like a field somewhere, I think I might be scrappy enough to like figure something out. Figure something out. right. If you didn't have to immediately come yeah. up with a plan, and if I was in the yourself, woods and yeah. like maybe could like 
you know, sneak into someone's backyard and pull a dress off of a line or something yeah. like that. See, but you're scrappy. You can do it. Again. You were so down on your own abilities, but I think you could make it without being burned as a witch. Mm, I don't think I, I can believe make, in you. I don't think I can make it forever. Well, the question is sort of like how much. So let's say you come and you, you pop up in a field, you steal a dress off a line, you make it to some small town where they believe somehow that you're from I don't know, Georgia, and uh, and they let you in and feed you. Would you then start using your information from current day? And do you think that in so doing, it would expose you to witchcraft? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I think so, yeah. I mean, I don't think, again, I have never been good at, like, pretending I don't know something. Yeah. Um, I've never been good at watching people do something in a way that I disagree with and not say anything about it. <laughs> I know. We'd both be way too mouthy for back then. Yeah, that's what I mean. I would also, like, tell them to stop doing things the way they were doing. I would be like, no, you need to boil that water before you drink it. And they'd be like, why? And I would be like, because right. germs. And they'd be like, what's that? And I would be, you know... I mean, yeah. 1700s as well, bef- like, it was the 1800s before, like, germ theory came to exist. Yeah. The um, long hair before penicillin and yeah. everything. Again, I don't know if I'd want to be alive then. I have a lot of beliefs. Well, we also might just die quickly. Yeah. We don't, we have, don't have the, the same survival skills yeah. and the immunities and might just sort of immediately catch something. Uh, yeah. But I think we could make it a few days. <laughs> I think my biggest problem is nobody would get any of my references. I would have nothing to talk about. I don't even know if I would know how to talk. I would be like, did you see that thing on Netflix? Oh, right. What's a Netflix? Is that what you catch a fish in? That's it. That's funny. (laughs) I didn't get... (laughs) That, That was... Far and away, the worst reaction to a joke I have ever gotten. It took me a second to figure out why fish. (laughs) And then when I got there. That was the appropriate response. It was a terrible joke. It was a fully bad joke. (laughs) No, I thought it was clever. It, it wasn't. It just um, took me a second. Um, <laughs> I, I would thought give myself, your response was endearing. <laughs> I would give myself no more than a week. Okay. Before I was burned. I think I could make it two weeks. I don't know if I could help myself from being like, what's your sign? <laughs> I would be like, you're being such a Sagittarius right now. Can you chill? You know? And so I think they would burn me pretty quick. Yeah, also the fact that you regularly do witchcraft in 2019 (laughs) doesn't bode well for this. Yes. So. Yeah. I think you're right. I think my biggest problem would just be that I would just, like, say too much and protest too much. Yeah. (sighs) Yep, yep, yep. Uh, We would not be long for the 1700s. Okay. Well, that's fair. Do you have any other questions for us? Oh, I have a lot. Um, Great. I think you'll enjoy this one. Okay, so if you could take, if you could like play matchmaker 
for two fictional characters from different like franchises who would you want to introduce to each other so i'm thinking like oh hello dean from supernatural meet captain marvel i think you guys will really have a lot to talk about or like hello hermione this is thor i think you guys would really hit it off um wow This is such a great question. It really is. But also, you skipped immediately to Dean Winchester. (laughs) So uh, that's, that's, that's obviously among my first instincts is to pair off one of those poor Winchester boys. Yeah. They've had such bad luck in love. They really need love. And they're going into their final season, which is depressing to me. Just, just horribly (laughs) depressing to me. Um, I can't tell you. I would, I would love to see them end with a with a very happy um it's gonna take me a minute to think of somebody though who's good enough for <laughs> dean winchester <laughs> i think also consider the spin-off possibilities right so like this could be the beginning of a whole new content juggernaut do you already have an answer for this no question? i thought of it and then immediately put it out of my head uh, I the two examples I thought were kind of funny. Like I could see I like um I feel like Captain Marvel and Dean Winchester are both like kind of alpha. Like that would yeah. be like a fun power struggle in a relationship. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, oh, he needs another alpha for sure. Uh, yeah, I feel like Captain Marvel's probably the only woman that could put Dean Winchester in his place. <laughs> like successfully. So I like that one. The Hermione, the, like, this is Thor thing. Well, we did another episode in yeah. which we talked about whether they, who would win in a fight. <laughs> so. Right. Well, I was like, I also don't think they need to mortal combat. Um, no. But yeah, no, I just think they're very powerful beings. Uh, I feel like Thor is like the grown-up version of Victor Crumb. A yeah, little bit, but I like better. Not that she was ever really that into Victor Crumb, but... Yeah, um, I mean, the the little problem with Hermione is that she's already happily coupled, right? Like, my ooh. instinct is to put together two single people, um, yeah. not to break up pre-existing love affairs. I will say I never liked Ron with Hermione. <gasps> yeah, I'm oh, one of those no. people. He was, never, he was never good enough for her. We just my... lost 45% of our listeners in one fell swoop. <laughs> You know, at me. I I don't care. Um, I will fight about this. I thought, I hate the whole, he was mean to her in the first book and was like very threatened by how good she was at magic. And like that just like never sat well with me. I think my, my bigger problem is I don't think anybody is good enough for Hermione. Potentially Thor. Potentially Thor. That would probably be adorable. I actually like this pairing a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think she deserves a Norse god. Yeah, you're right. She does. And, like, someone to protect her. And, and like... To, and she could, like... She could be, like, sort of sarcastically, like, teasing him all the time yeah. in a really cute way. Yeah. I... Yeah. I think... Yeah, I think Thor would never try to encroach on her turf of being, like, very smart and, like, competent. And he would just be, no. like... Very powerful, but, like, goofy. Like, bring out a goofy side of her. 
And, and we know that he likes really smart women because yeah. of, like, Natalie Portman, right. right? So. Yeah, I don't know. I just think they'd complement each other really well. I gotta admit, wasn't a huge Ron fan. This is probably, like, my hottest of hot takes. But he, like, <laughs> abandons them, like, in the last book while they're camping or whatever. And, like, he was really mean to Hermione in the first books. And, like, I don't know. He was never really that good at anything, but also was kind of mean to people. And, like, I don't know. Just was never a huge Ron fan. I can get that. I can see that. I, I mean, I'm not judging you for that. I'm only saying that the internet is judging you for that. Oh, yeah. I think it is a hot take. I understand that. If I, I'm also opening open to being swayed. Like, if there are any, like, diehard Ron lovers out there, like, just explain to me why you like him, because I don't get it. But, yeah. So that's, those are my, um, those are my immediate thoughts. I also feel like, I don't know, I feel like so many good fictional characters end up with someone like I'm trying to think of like that's what characters who end up alone and I can't really think of any that's what's stopping me a little bit because I'm trying to think of characters who don't end up matched up Wolverine Wolverine yeah oh okay interesting I'm still trying to think of a love of of a match partner for for Dean Winchester Uh, my brain couldn't get past that I'm very stuck I was thinking Buffy ends up alone. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. That's a really good that's one. That's a really good one. Because they both kill vampires. One. Yeah. They're I love that. They're both alphas. Wow. Wow. And they're both cute. They also, both think end up about alone. the spinoff, though. <gasps> the spinoff would be the best thing that's ever happened in the entire world. Supernatural Buffy? <gasps> a crossover? Oh I feel like I'm going to cry. The idea <laughs> that would be is so good. too much for me. It's my favoriteest things. Oh, yeah. That's real good. And they deserve each other. They're heroes, but they're like tortured souls. And they both like people with like a little bit of edge to them in terms of who they date. And they're both like funny and sarcastic, but strong badasses who like love their friends and family. Oh, my God. Also, no wonder I like both of these properties so much. Yeah, so good. I think that's uh, super great. I also feel like we should pitch this to someone. Yeah, who do we pitch it to? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to figure this out because it needs to happen. Yeah. Supernatural is ending. Aren't they? Weren't they? What was Buff? What channel was Buffy on? Because I feel like... They, was it a CW? I feel like it was whatever <gasps> CW was before CW was CW. Who knows the people at CW? I think Listeners. they're owned by Warner Brothers. Um, well, yes, they are, but I'm saying... We, but we I think need both properties are owned by Warner Brothers, yeah. This could happen. Theoretically. <sighs> All right. This probably will not happen, but the Hannah Bennett fan fiction? <laughs> that will happen. Oh, my God. This is, Now, I don't think I'll ever think of a better one. Like, that's such a good one. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think we just won. Yeah. I think we just, yeah, I think we just won. We just made two of the most ultimate wonderful pairings in movie television history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love it. Also, if we can, like, add Hermione to, like, a new Thor movie, I would be about it. Yeah. I'd watch that. Just think, Marvel. Just think of how much you could stand to gain. Like, honestly, a Harry Potter Marvel crossover would break box offices. 
And by break, you mean literally break. Yeah. Like, like theaters <laughs> would, would explode tear them due to overcapacity. Yeah, literally. Okay, cool. Do you have another question? I have another question. It is inspired by something that happened in my life this week. Uh, I cannot so, wait for this. Buckle up. Um, so you're on Hinge. A cute guy likes you and you get the little notification that like so-and-so likes you. Um, and you look at his profile and he's cute. He likes a lot of the things you like. You match with him and he immediately messages you. And you message back and forth without a delay. Have a really good conversation. He asks you a bunch of questions. He has what a, good, a fantasy this is. I'm sorry. He has a <laughs> good continue. He has a good job. He lives in your neighborhood. He asks you out. He suggests a bar that you've been to many times because it's right around the corner from your apartment. And you agree to meet up with him. And after your conversation, you're like really excited about him, but you feel like it's too good to be true. So you Google him, and his first oh, no, <laughs> and his first Google result. Is his wedding announcement. Oh, yikes. What do you do? Ah, okay. I'm not going to answer this. I'm going to begin with the question. Are you okay? What happened this week, Shelby? <laughs> this happened to me. Oh, no. Yep. A, yep, current, yep, yep. a current wedding announcement. Not like a, oh, it got the, called off. It the was wedding announcement happened two years ago. The wedding oh, he, most definitely happened. He could be divorced. It, I mean, it doesn't bode well, but annulments <laughs> happen. Yep. It's true. What do you do? Oh, okay. So... You already have a plan to meet up with him. Right. In a couple days at a bar near your apartment. Um, so I think... I, I'm trying to think of a funny way to spin this, but uh, unfortunately, like, I'm just going to go with the real answer, which is, like, confront this dude. Okay. How, how do you confront him? Um, I would text him and say, listen, you know how these days people Google each other before they go on dates? Ha ha, winky face, smiley face. I Googled and found your wedding announcement, and I just want to make sure... <laughs> Wow, you're so nice, winky face. <laughs> winky face. I just want to make sure. Really guarding his LOL. feelings. I, because, because what if it got annulled? What if she let him at, left him at the altar? What if he what did if get divorced, divorced in a year? they've been divorced for a year and a half? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. What All if he, things that went through my mind as well. Right. So I don't want to be a total tool to him right up front. Yeah. Like, I just want to be like, listen, this is clearly awkward. Yeah, this could but be I a really painful thing in his life. That you, yeah. Because you know. it could be horrible. What if or, she left him at the altar? Or he could be cheating on his wife. You just don't exactly. know. Exactly. So that way you leave it open and then he tells you, you know, what happened. Or he never talks to you again, again because he's been found out. Right. I assume. Right. Um, well, interesting. Uh, that's not what I did. <laughs> okay. I love how this has taken such a turn. This is not this a hypothetical. Not a hypothetical anymore. for Shelby. This happened on I can't wait Sunday. to hear. Um, yeah, this happened on Sunday. Hopefully he never hears this podcast. But yeah, this happened. I found his wedding announcement. There were two of them. His wedding was written about in two different newspapers. Um, I'll send you the links after this. 
he's well advertised. He certainly has Very. some media connections. It also makes me think if I ever get married, do not have any wedding announcements written about you because you just never know that's going to live on the internet forever. And um, make it harder for you to cheat? No, I'm just kidding. Well, uh, so I was like, oh my God, is he divorced? Is he cheating on his wife? Do they have an open relationship and he has just not told me about it? Blah, 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 blah. Knew this guy was too good to be true. And so I continued Googling him. Like, I looked at his social media profiles to try to get a sense if, like, the wife was in any of his current photos. Like, try to get, like, a timeline situation. Is he in, like, polyamorous group, you know? Right. Like, just try to get a little bit more info before I called him out. And... What I found was that the most recent mention of his wife on his social media was when they were in Paris together in May. It is August. Oh, okay. So they were in Paris together Together. four months ago. What do you do? Oh, so we've just like leveled up in our hypothetical. Yeah. Do you still say the same thing to him in the text that you sent him? I think not. I mean, uh, I will say, too, if I had just texted him immediately and been like, listen, I found this, um, and he had given me a response, I would have then checked in it, like, yeah, checked it to make sure he wasn't lying to me. Um, If I found out that he definitely was married in May, um. I'm not going to answer this because you have an actual answer for yeah. this. Uh, I'll tell you what happened. Okay. Um, I messaged him and was like, hey, I Googled you and I just felt compelled to confirm. Are you currently single? I'm looking for a serious relationship. And if that's not something that you're available for or emotionally open to, it might not make sense for us to meet up. Because my concern was, like, maybe he is getting a divorce, but it is so fresh. Are you, like, just looking for, like, a rebound? Are you just trying to, like, Mm -hmm. get over your ex-wife? Whatever. Um, And he responded, and he was very upfront with me, and he told me that his wife had left him four months ago, apparently right after they got back from Paris. Yikes. And uh, they were separated, not legally divorced, because it takes a while for that to get done. Yeah. Um, And that he is interested in a long-term relationship, um, and that he was planning on telling me all of this on the date, um, and that he totally understood if I didn't want to meet up with him, but he was really hoping that I would because he seemed, because I seem really great. Okay. So all all reasons... Yeah. To not be a total jerk and jump to conclusions, which yeah. I think... He also thanked me for asking him and giving him the opportunity to tell me what really happened instead of, like, jumping to conclusions. He was very nice. It was a very nice response. Yeah. So I'm meeting him tomorrow. Wow. So this just took just layers and layers <coughs> of turns here um, that I wasn't expecting. Yeah. I, so if I'm you had asked me, tomorrow. is this going to end in her meeting him tomorrow at yeah. the beginning of this conversation? Yeah. yeah. I, I thought no. don't have high hopes uh, because I think the odds of him being in a place emotionally where he would be actually ready to be a good partner to someone are low. 
Um, He's, especially considering he didn't he didn't leave. It wasn't a mutual thing. It sounds like he was left, and he's sort of dealing with that. Which you know, sorry, I'm yeah. very much sorry to this person. I've but. also yeah, definitely. He seems like a great guy. I feel bad for him. Um, however, it's also I have read their entire love story. And I know that they've been dating since middle school. Oh no, that is not that is yeah. that does not bode well. So I feel being nice is a is a great way to start here. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have so much empathy for this person right yeah, now. Yeah, same. Um, no, he's in a bad bad position. I get it. Um, so I'm just, he seems very nice. I will have a drink with him, especially because he picked a bar near my apartment. Fantastic. Yeah. So it's not like out of the way for me. Uh, just don't have high hopes that this is going to go well. That said, plenty of relationships sort of start, um, unexpectedly at time and timing that feels bad. Like there's no right timing to meet the right person. Sure. I, I certainly know that some people have have gone into things thinking like, oh, I just am looking for like a rebounder to get myself back in the market and then have suddenly found somebody who ticks all the boxes that they weren't expecting. So you never know. I'm just saying. Yeah, you never, you never know. know. I'm going to go on the date. We'll see. Uh, check back next week to see uh, what happens with married dude. But yeah, that happened to me this week and thought it would be a great hypothetical because it was just so wild. Do you have another uh, question for us? Uh, I think I, I have a, a few. <laughs> You're at a job interview for your dream job. Just like this job ticks all the boxes. Okay. It seems to be going really well. Um, like you're really vibing with the interviewer. They've like said a lot of good things about how you'd be such a good fit for the role. Their body language is very open. They're smiling, you know, really good rapport. And then the interviewer says to you, I just have one more question. Do you like pickles? <laughs> when you respond, the interviewer's demeanor entirely changes, crosses his arms, smile drops, and he immediately ends the interview without giving you any um, time for like follow-up questions. What would you do? Well, it- Am I interviewing at Vlasic or another pickle company? (laughs) You really know pickle companies. I was like, what is Vlasic? I thought that was your dream job and I didn't know what that brand was and I felt like a really bad friend for not having any idea what your dream job was and I was oh, like oh it's my dream job to work at a pickle company <laughs> no pickles seemingly have no connection to the role got it got it uh that you can like obviously discern and and I what like does it matter what my response was to the pickle question? Like, did no, I... No, whatever you said to the pickle question was the wrong answer. <laughs> okay. What um, would be your answer to the pickle question? The pickle question, again, was, do you do like you- pickles? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this hard-hitting question. Yep. Um, I think my answer would be, yes, sometimes. Okay. 
Especially, do you like pickles? Is is that is that just something you would be saying for because you want to seem positive in the interview? Or no, that's you, my honest answer. Okay. Always lead with honesty. Okay, o- great. Honest put forward. My honest answer is yes, I like pickles. I especially like deep fried pickles because I'm yeah. from the south. But um, you don't maybe that's just what be I said. From the south, from for, to like that. Oh, that's maybe true. he's like, oh god, the south. He, goodbye. Yeah, he found out I was from the south. <laughs> goodbye. Maybe that's she what I said. She eats fried food. We can't have her work here. Yeah, at my dream job of um, Kashi. I was trying to think of a health food company. I'm sorry. It took me too long. But you had Vlasics on the tip of your tongue. But not think of anything healthy. And you were just like, I'm out. I don't know. <laughs> I, I eventually thought of, of uh, Kashi. So, Okay. So whatever I've said to him, he's basically responded, like, end of interview, that was yeah. the wrong answer. You, yeah, you've gotten a very strong vibe that whatever you've said has, like, gravely offended him. So, you know, I would thank him politely for the interview. Uh, assuming he made motion for me to leave, I would leave. leave. Um, I would send him a nice thank you follow-up, and I would assume that it was a front for some sort of CIA government... <laughs> Uh, maybe Kingsman's style uh, place where that was the code and I didn't know it. And therefore the bottom did not drop out from under me and I didn't go down the big slide into the basement where they have all the 007 toys. Yeah, you're right. Uh, That's the right answer? Well, I feel like there's not a ton you can do in this situation. Like in job interviews, you just don't have a lot of control. Like no power, you know. And if they don't like you, they don't like you, and like you can't really beat yourself up about like not knowing the correct answer to the pickle question. You also can't walk back the pickle question. Yeah. You can't see his face and be like, "I mean, I mean, yes, I mean, yes, I do like pickles." I know I just said no, but, right. but yes, I do. It's like sort of a blue no. Yellow kind oh, of situation. Oh, I thought you meant some. I thought you meant kimchi. I love pickles. <laughs> right. I totally misheard you, and I thought you said pickles. What rhymes with pickles? Nothing. Nothing rhymes with pickles. <laughs> I thought you said Pringles. I love pickles. <laughs> I thought you said Don Rickles. <laughs> I thought you said Pringles. I'm sorry. I hate pickles. Would never eat them. Right. Um. Yeah. And then you. You would, unfortunately, like, you can't walk it back. You can't apologize for it. You can't, um, I mean, I guess you could, like, tell your references to talk about your pickle love if they happen to call, but sounds or like disdain, this guy. depending on d- what Depending on what the problematic answer she was. She never once brought pickles to the office for lunch. Yeah. Or she I, always I, brought pickles to the office for lunch. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whatever was worse. <laughs> I think the second one would be worse. <laughs> God, we're just rolling in pickles in this office. Get they the fill big up the jar fridge. of pickles on her desk at all times. Oh my God, it smells like vinegar. Uh, yeah. I think if you got a rejection letter, you could always be like, hey, I would love some feedback. I noticed um, that my answer to the pickle question was poorly received. Could you give me some insight into why that was? But some people, some interviewers are just, like, weird and crazy. I remember once in a job interview, I was asked if I liked sushi. Oh. And did you say the wrong answer? No, I got hired. Um, 
I, because Shelby is damn good in an interview. Uh, yeah, you just got to be really non-committal. Right. I mean, what if uh, what if your answer was non-committal and that still did not get you a happy answer? No, I, my answer was yes because I do like sushi, uh, and that was the correct answer because the team really liked going out to get sushi. Right. So. so, but that is different because I think you can infer from that question, do you like sushi, that it's because it's like a team building thing. Like, oh, we love sushi around here. But there has never once in history been like a team building pickle related <laughs> exercise. There's not like, we love going out on Thursdays, pickle Thursdays, where we all go out for pickles. I could imagine people going out for pickle backs on Thursdays, but yeah. that's very different than pickles. I just the idea that like I think here's the thing if that was what didn't get me the interview I would one be relieved I didn't work there yeah definitely. um and two spend hours of my life trying to figure out what they do with pickles in that office yeah <laughs> like I would like message people on LinkedIn who work there and be like what's the deal with the pickles what's the deal with the pickles yeah yeah, because you got you to solve that mystery. Was this a code? Yeah. Does he have a pickle allergy? <laughs> maybe. Or maybe I, he loves pickles so much he just doesn't trust people who don't like them. Or he brings pickles to the office all the time and he once had a, a report who like didn't like pickles and like complained about how his office smelled of pickles or something and he got in trouble. So he's never going to let that happen again. Right. I can see that happening. If there have been complaints about him and he's trying to just nip that in the bud, yeah. you know? He's like, I'm I, the pickle guy and you can't interfere on my pickle turf. Right. Uh, maybe he r- regularly dresses up as a pickle. Who knows? Maybe he had a support, like a subordinate who had a pickle phobia. Or and a pickle so he, fetish. <laughs> well, one, of, one of the two. Either so way. He, he was scarred by that, that very extreme pickle uh, the pickle that it, he was put in by his. What if, what if this, um, what if like pickles is the name of like um, an up and coming social media p- platform? And or, you were interviewing for a social yeah. media manager and you or were like, like, oh, I love pickle. And he was like, oh, we don't use that social site. Or yeah. like, you're like, no, I don't like pickles. And he was like, well, we need someone to monitor that. Yeah, or you're like, oh, I hate pickles. And he's like, but we we are all the time placing ads in that super popular new, like, uh, you know, Tween website site pickles. called Pickles, yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, that is a thing. I mean, it, it would cost you a job more legitimately. And then That's you'd just true. be that dipshit sitting around at home wondering what the hell they fired you for for pickles. Yeah, I want to know if you could sue them for not hiring you because you didn't like pickles. The website or the food? <laughs> the food. Because that seems uh, like a very like unfair reason to give someone a job or not to give someone a job. But I guess it's probably not a protected class. They're also, I'm sure they can't codify that into law because there probably are jobs in which not liking pickles or liking pickles is a legitimate excuse not to hire somebody. Like, for instance, if they were being hired at Vlasic. Well, I was going to say for a pickle commercial. Yeah. As an actor. Yeah. Fair, 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 fair. Yeah. on that note, if you are a pickle company and are looking for marketing, 
we got talk you. to us. Yeah, we'll talk or about we Vlasic don't. all day long. I can come up with some crazy questions about your product and really integrate that product placement into the show. So uh, get at us. Yeah, please do. I mean, I, I don't actually want to spend too much more time advertising or even discussing pickles on our show, but I do want to be able to say that I was contacted by a pickle company <laughs> because of my podcast. I would I want be, that to be a thing I, I get would to be check tickled off. if a pickle oh. company <laughs> reached out to us. Shelby, I literally could not think of a rhyme for pickle earlier, and it's tickle. And I am, I am so ashamed. <laughs> I can't express to you how ashamed I am right now that the word, the literal word, word tickle did not occur to me. <laughs> Good on you. Bad on me. And I've called myself out internet for it, so don't at me. <laughs> Yeah, she feels bad enough about it as it is. You really yeah. don't need to come for her. Just as you're sitting here judging me for not being able to think of the word <laughs> tickle, and and rightly so, just remember that I did pair in your mind Dean Winchester with Buffy. Yeah. I gave you that She win. also likes Ron, so I don't know who the internet's going to be more mad at after this episode, <laughs> me or you. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Anyway. Well... If you enjoyed this podcast, and I hope you did, um, pickle company or otherwise, um, you know, please subscribe, please review and like and subscribe, um, and uh, let us know what you think. Send us your hypothetical questions if you yeah. have burning questions you want us to talk about. Uh, and if you hated our podcast, as always, please tell your enemies about it. Yeah. And in this hypothetical world... I um, am lounging in a sour cream bath and will quickly die in the 1700s in about a week. Thor and Hermione are living. I'm watching them on TV as I lounge in my sour cream bath. Um, And I'm literally going on a date with a married man tomorrow. (laughs) That's not in her hypothetical world. That's not actually hypothetical. That's real. That's in her real world. Uh, hope none of my family listens to this. Does remain to be seen whether she will take the sour cream bath before the date. Just well, to I make sure her luscious. skin looks yeah. luscious. Yes. Yeah. Of course. And in my hypothetical world, Dean Winchester and Buffy are dating. And I, I almost just want to stop there because it's such a perfect reality that, that nothing else could... <laughs> nothing else could... <laughs> could be better than that right yeah um also in this beautiful hypothetical world yes yes i've walked out of an interview having shamed myself for not thinking of pickle tickles and um (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh and yes i have uh walked around with oh maybe i didn't get that job because i was wearing peanut butter (laughs) butter socks Oh, why wouldn't they want me? But I, I still think a this is a beautiful I universe. To every man I've ever met. <laughs> and we'll ask after <laughs> after tomorrow's date. No, you won't. It's going to be wonderful. It's going to be great. I believe in you. Thank you. Thank you for manifesting that. I can't wait for my date with the married man. Well, while you're on your date with the married man, please ask him some hypothetical questions and argue with him about nothing, okay? All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>